Hi, this is James Mercer from The Shins. This is Shirley Manson. This is Lowe Tolhurst, co-founder of The Cure. This is Huey Lewis giving you the story behind the song. The story behind the song is back with an exciting second season. We peel back the layers on music's most iconic hits with legendary artists like The Killers, Heart, The B-52s, Violent Femmes, Jewel, Huey Lewis, Modern English, and more. To keep the music flowing, we'll be sprinkling in classic episodes from our archives between each new one. So check out the story behind the song wherever you get your podcast. This week for our walk-in, we wanted to talk about our Spotify unwrapped for the podcast, which was really exciting because a lot of people had their own Spotify unwraps and everyone was sharing it. And then we got a message from Anchor saying that since you know we're through Anchor, which is through Spotify, we ended up getting like statistics, just really interesting statistics on the podcast. Totally unexpected. Totally unexpected. I had no clue that this was a thing like Spotify unwrapped for podcasters. Mm -hmm. Um, And it was just really, really cool to read through these stats. Yeah, just to learn all these statistics. But before we get into the stats, I just really want to thank all of you iconics and all of you guys who listen to the podcast for tweeting at us and letting us know that, you know, you listen to so many episodes or we were on your top 10 of podcasts that you listen to for the year. It really meant so much to us. It's so rewarding to see that like people are listening to us. Obviously we know this, but it's just, you know, rewarding and gratifying and just hearing all of your guys is such lovely, sweet messages, really put us in such a great mood. We were texting each other back and forth, just, just in awe and just so in love that we were getting such kind messages. Yeah. I mean, I am just, I'm still speechless. Like I can't believe that we were, you know, getting messages like that. Like you were Mm -hmm. my, you know, most listened to podcast or, you know, like I, this was even before we got the Spotify unwrapped. So just hearing this at all was incredible. Mm -hmm. Just, we're just so grateful for all of our listeners, for you iconics. I mean, you're really the reason why we do this podcast and why we enjoy it so much. We just really feel like we're friends with all of you guys. And I love that the podcast has become so personable, but you know, just really, uh, the Spotify unwrapped was just really gratifying and like everything with it was so wonderful yeah super like icing on the cake of 2020 which in has terms been, of the podcast yeah in terms great. of the podcast yeah i was floored to find out that we were listened to in 77 countries mm-hmm. what the fuck yeah i think we really owe that to bts though yeah because I, bts I would just reaches so many different people all around the world so it just having a podcast about BTS. It's like all those people around the world are seeking a podcast about BTS. Mm-hmm. So I think that's why we had so many countries. I agree. I think it's the only reason it's yeah. just BTS. <laughs> why else? <laughs> In terms of these statistics and just fun little facts that Spotify put together, one of the most jaw-dropping ones was that Standing BTS podcast was on top of the charts in Japan for 18 days that's crazy to me I didn't even fully process that when I saw it and then I went back and looked at it later and I was like wait what yeah like how J armies where are you at thank you you guys thank you so so much for listening also 11,667 people listen to standing BTS podcast more than any other podcast that's fucking crazy to me that blows my mind. That's an insane number to me. I, yeah. I can't comprehend that that many people have listened. Yeah. But it was just so wonderful to get all these like little stats because we have our analytics, but they, they're never put or like phrased in these sorts of ways. And so these Spotify on ramps are just really fun to, to go and see everything and all the stats and what you guys are listening to. Um, but just to get these stats for the podcast was really unexpected. Yeah. And really, I mean, like Bethany said, we have to thank you guys. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it makes yes, it's super gratifying and makes us feel very proud of like all the work that we've been putting mm-hmm. in but it's really it's all for you guys yeah. um you know iconics you guys are the best part about this podcast mm-hmm. the best part uh you know of our weeks is connecting with you and talking with you yeah. and 
you know, so we would have none of these things if you guys hadn't supported us this year. So mm-hmm. thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yes. And just, of course, as always, a big thank you to BTS for putting out such great content and great music yeah. for the year of 2020, <laughs> because our most listened to episodes and everything, I think a lot of these stats are from having good content because BTS has done so, so much this year. Mm-hmm. I totally agree. And on that note, welcome back, Iconics. And if you're new to the podcast, I'm Kayla. And I'm Bethany. And this is Standing BTS. Yes. Yes. Welcome to another wonderful episode where we get to hang out for about an hour and just talk about BTS. And what a wonderful hour it is, too. But disclaimer, this is an informative fangirl podcast. That means that we're going to fangirl, laugh, and learn a little bit along the way. Yep, that's right. This is an explicit podcast, though, so if you aren't cool with that, you can dip out now. We won't blame you. Totally. But if you're down for some, Namjoon is such husband material, and I realized that I'm never going to be able to marry him, (laughs) and I'm so upset. But really, that's all of us. He really is some marriage material. I'll tell you Every that. Every moment, he just grows more and more into it. And mm-hmm. I just, oh, I'm just so there. I mean, I'm married. You know, we're married. But yeah. like, oh, daddy. Okay. It is sad. It's sad. I'm sad. <laughs> or my double biases really came for me with these performances. J-Hope in that purple suit practically naked and young <laughs> in that red suit for dynamite and mama i just am wrecked i'm destroyed, destroyed. i'm beat to the ground yeah no uh <laughs> completely unexpected and fucking overwhelming as overwhelming. we will discuss thoroughly in this episode oh yeah yeah holy shit um so, <laughs> so if you're here for that then you're in the right place So today we're going to cover the 2020 Melon and Mama performances for BTS. We're also going to talk about the awards that they won, some of the speeches, uh, but really we're just going to get into these really incredible performances that they did. Yeah, we are so excited to get into that. But before we do, we do need to thank you Amazing Iconics again for being here and for supporting us. If you'd like to support us even further and have access to our Google Docs full of episode notes, important links and pictures, so, so, so many in this episode, then you can do that by donating monthly to our Patreon at patreon.com slash standing BTS. Or if you'd like, you can make a one-time donation at paypal.me slash standing BTS podcast. Your support helps us to continue to put out bi-weekly episodes. Any type of support you guys have to offer is super appreciated. Yes, thank you guys. Um, We would just really like to encourage you fantastic iconics to Go out and support to a charity that's really important to you. Um, We've spent every month this year picking something that's really important to us personally, um, near and dear to my heart and Bethany's heart. But we would love to encourage you guys to go out and now donate this month to a charity that you feel really close to and that you really want to personally support. Mm -hmm. It's always been really fun to like look for charities that were meaningful to us um, in that time. So we encourage you guys to go and do it and definitely tweet at us dm us whatever about what you guys end up choosing yeah let us know all right let's go ahead and get into it so we're gonna go ahead and start with the melon music awards which was on december 5th 2020 bts won so many awards so many they they swept of course Mm -hmm. no Uh, i mean this is the first time that anyone has swept is it? Yeah. Oh, I thought they did it last year. No, I thought that I saw somewhere that this was the um, first time. But they're for sure the only artists to have done this. Yeah, they're the yeah. only artists to have swept. Yeah. Um, but they won Artist of the Year. They won Album of the Year with Map of the Soul 7. Song of the Year with Dynamite. Uh, they won the MMA Top 10 Award. Best Dance Male Category. Best Performance Director with uh, San Sung Duke. The Netsian Popularity Award. Uh, and then they also, we're going to include this one, they won the Best Rock Award with Eight, which is the song that uh, Sugar worked on with IU. Yeah. So I love that Yoongi got his own little award also. Mm-hmm. Of course. Yeah. Um, it was really amazing to see BTS win all of these awards and for them to sweep. And something, of course, that we love to get with these awards are their acceptance speeches. And so uh, 
the acceptance speeches for Melon, really what I remember was just Namjoon's speech. It resonated so much. I felt like he was not only, you know, acting as BTS's leader right then, but if I'm not too presumptuous, I feel like he was acting as really a face and a leader, a true leader of k-pop right now definitely um and what Mm -hmm. he was saying you know the general gist was acknowledging how tough this year has been um and how lucky bts themselves were to still be able to put out music and work in the capacity that they did because they recognized that a lot of people were not able to perform in you know how bts did or write music and put out albums the way that bts did um and they really acknowledged all of the struggles that the community has gone through. Um, And, you know, they just were humbled and thankful and grateful to ARMY. And then Namjoon also delivered like a message of hope. And, Mm -hmm. you know, it was an optimistic look. And he, he told us not to get comfortable in this and to remind ourselves that this is not normal and that we need to be able to still hold each other close after all of this. Um, and that was just really encouraging to me. Yeah, he's just so well-spoken all the time. And just, he's so admirable whenever he's up there delivering these speeches. But everything you just said, he really felt like not just a leader of BTS, but a leader of K-pop and honestly just the industry. Uh, going in and accepting such large awards. And, you know, like they said, they they swept, they won all the major awards at this award show. So yeah, the speech was very hopeful. I love that he acknowledged other artists and just how challenging of a time this is and that they're you know they're not taking these wins for granted at all yeah they still feel super grateful for them and Mm -hmm. um are even surprised by them yeah yeah all right so for the performances at the melon music awards they titled their performance be there and so there was just kind of like some media that went around beforehand of their performances and we got this translation from dual set bonton and they said for tonight's performance at the 2020 mmas bts will express their longing for the fans in their own way the performance is titled be there which means that we're together from where we individually are and that the performance will bring the hearts of people closer instead of using an overwhelming amount of technology bts's performance will strive to carry the meaning that although the physical distances between us grew the hearts can be closer the mmas will also focus on delivering the members expressions in their eyes and faces i absolutely love this format and uh i think that they really delivered this through their performances oh for sure Mm -hmm. okay so the performance starts with a sun and a moon in the sky together and then we see like a flash of a clock um with roman numerals um and then constellations made up by bts's names um, as well as army and bts symbols um, which just gives a really cool effect Mm -hmm. so the transition from these images into the performance to me is super cool Um, we go back to the sun and the moon and they combine to form an eclipse and then you know we see the eclipse projected onto this really cool stage um, that jungkook is already kneeling on surrounded by background dancers but what's unique about this stage is that it is like a water stage um so there's this thin layer of water throughout the entire uh, dancing area mm-hmm. and this really ra- reminded me of Jungkook's solo stage that we got for the Dionysus intro performance at Melon last year in 2019 what's interesting though is Jungkook was dressed in all black for that performance and in this performance he's in all white I don't know if that means Ooh. anything but just very very neat uh, so after we get this then Jimin comes in and Oh, it's just so gorgeous how they use the backup dancers to kind of line up in front of him and they reveal him. Oh, the way that they all fall down they in fall front down of him. And he turns around oh. and just looks at us. Yeah. Yeah. That moment where he turns around, <laughs> he does it so perfectly right mm-hmm. at the perfect time and with so much 
impact. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I love when he just runs forward towards the camera and then leaps up on just some of the dancers. It's just so gorgeous. And the way that they hold on to him almost as if they're holding him back in that moment too, I Mm -hmm. think is so artistically beautiful. Mm -hmm. And then when he gets pulled back, this is when we get what we can say as iconic. Truly iconic. (laughs) This iconic G Cook dance that they do where Jungkook like brings he like brings Ugh. Jimin around him on the ground like Jimin's sliding yeah sliding on the ground and then he lifts him up into the air and then spins him in the air in man in our Google Doc, we have just the most perfect photo. This still, because Jungkook is just power gripping onto mm. Jimin to lift him and hold him very steadily in looks the air. So strong, yeah, so sexy. In his jawline, oh lord! Oh and he's got God. the bun and the undercut. Oh, Gosh, and fuck. like slightly wet. Um, <laughs> <laughs> and then, but you see, just Jimin's lines are all so perfect. The way that he arches his back and is looking up towards the sky, his jawline too. They just look elegant and flawless. Mm. But what really adds to this moment too is they did this slow down effect. Oh my gosh, the Mm slow-mo. Incredible that they added this. And Jimin just looks so fucking graceful graceful elegant I mean, elegant the the Regal. lines the the pointed toe everything you know white swan yeah white swan is what he looks like mm-hmm. mm. but then after their wonderful little dance that they do there it then transitions into namjin also very reminiscent of the dionysus performance at melon last year uh but they lift jen and Namjoon into the air mm. and Kayla, this screenshot that you got of oh Jin. Oh my God. This, I feel again, okay, is this word going to be overused this episode? But this is Jin's iconic look. I mean, this is that graceful, that head slightly cocked back, looking at us down the bridge of his nose with his lips slightly parted as if he's just breathing in just a little bit, you mm-hmm. know, his graceful hands, you know, just kind of draped around his face in such a beautiful way. He has been doing this fucking look. Mm-hmm. And you know what? When they zoomed in on this shot, I said, this is him. This is purely him. It embodies Jin, this look, everything about him. Yeah. Like Beautiful. I can just, I can picture moon. I can picture epiphany. I oh can picture God. just all of his awake. solo songs. Awake. Yes. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Um, it's such a great shot. I love that they put the shot in this performance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But they come up to the front and they just really show off their dance abilities. They come to the front. Uh, they also slow down when they cross each other. I think Jin like leaps in the air and Namjoon like slides on the ground. It's a really neat effect. It's super cool just to see like the way that Namjoon slides to to splash so much water mm-hmm. and the way it catches the light gives a really cool effect. But I really want to talk about how Jin, I mean, we just talked about Jimin being graceful. Okay. Jin gracefully leaping over Namjoon, mm-hmm. um, who is with like the water effect and the sliding, you know, gives like a, not a chaotic energy in the usual like crackhead sense that we talk about, <laughs> but like, yeah, <laughs> but like chaos in the way of this is beautiful art and mm-hmm. the water and, you know, the power of sliding across the floor is bringing something else to it, something more like aggressive. Mm-hmm. But Jin is like this beautiful contrast, just gracefully leaping over Namjoon. I yeah. mean, I was fully taken away by him. I was too. Yeah. Ugh, wow. And then after this, we get J-Hope and Young who do their own bit of choreography as well. And I really saw at the very beginning where they cross paths and they're holding each other's arms and then they pull each other back so that they're facing each other total DNA choreography there. Uh, I think that's that choreography was so special for them. I just think about all the stages at the concerts where they did that and like how they got closer and closer and more and yes. more fun with it every time. Um, but seeing that brought in just made me think that maybe they had a little bit of say in this choreography uh, because I think they enjoyed doing that together. But this was so impressive too. Uh, Kayla, you were saying how Young 
standing and dancing next to the Jung Ho Sok. I know. I mean, okay, <laughs> not to diminish Young's dancing abilities at all. We fully know that he is in the dance line. Mm-hmm. Um, but we frequently talk about that Jung Ho Sok is the best dancer in the world. Mm-hmm. And we talk well, about... he is. And he is. <laughs> and we talk about how much of a perfectionist he is and how high of expectations he has. And, you know, for Young to perfectly execute this dance next to Ho Sok, I think was super special um just that they both look so so good together and they did it so well together mm-hmm. and then lastly for this black swan performance they didn't do, so i'm sure you all know but they didn't do the full black swan performance that this was just all fresh all new choreography yeah just a beautiful like artistic performance yeah yeah mm-hmm. but at the very end they have all the backup dancers form this like they they shoot the camera out a little bit and you get to see all these dancers forming what looks like a swan like mm-hmm. a large swan made of their bodies yeah and they lift Jin into the air which Jin is so perfect for this and Jin kind of like flaps his arms out to the side like a swan oh yeah this is amazing i love that Jin is playing the head of the swan Mm -hmm. i love that somewhere in there bts had a costume change so that he's in black and so he's notice it don't even you're like when how um because they were all in white and then here at the very end we've got the actual black swan and they're all in black super quick yeah but I love that Jin is playing this this head of the swan and that the fact that he's had this costume change makes him blend in with the background dancers so well. Mm-hmm. Um, I love this. I mean, I just think it's genius. It's like tying together the um, original like choreography version of the music video that, that we got mm-hmm. with those dancers. I feel like it's tying that concept in with BTS themselves performing this song. Yeah, it was a great stage. Very clever and artistic. Yeah, I would agree. Um, after the stage, we transition. We're getting to on but before that we have a transition very reminiscent to no um which we just thoroughly enjoyed um at the beginning of it we see bts standing at the top of a large white stairwell um and background dancers kind of frame the edges but we see them standing in like that classic no formation Mm -hmm. um and of course they left a space for yoongi who was not there i love that they decided to leave a space instead of just filling in and making the you know the line smaller mm-hmm. um i felt like that was very intentional yeah and we'll talk about this a lot but they they really showcase yungi's absence i in, in in a way that like it's you're noticing that something is missing yeah yeah but this is a direct parallel this shot of them on the white staircase is a direct parallel to no i'm just now noticing now uh all of the the backup dancers have their like drumsticks there in mm. the in the no uh performance they have like the violins so it's like a different instrument oh, yeah. i didn't realize that but they do get a a shot of like one of the members foot stepping forward and it's a direct shot of their shoe and that's ex- the exact same uh shot that we get in no so i just love that they really played on that no and on reverse and that direct parallel i happen to know that that is jungkook's foot is it? Yeah. Good for you. Good d- job. Yeah. I don't know why I know that, but it is. So <laughs> um, I really love this moment because we get like close up shots of them too, which guys, you got to go look at the dock because they all look so fucking good. Mm-hmm. Their outfits for this, they brought back the Map of the Soul 1 concert outfits fucking hosok in the vest the sleeveless vest with the tattoos like i mean he heard our screams about that and he brought it back they're all in like black tops whether or not it's leather or some other kind of fabric and then most of them have like these really shiny silver pants but it's not in like a really fitted style it's really reminiscent to me of you know that kind of looser clothing baggier clothing style yeah Yeah. that i mean maybe even that they wore back during too cool for school or during no times mm-hmm. but they all just look so good here and it was a <laughs> blessing to get these individual close-up shots of all of them because i think they know obviously that they are they're they look really great they look 
superb, the best. (laughs) (laughs) So we're very grateful for all these close up shots. Yeah. So grateful. They look incredible. (laughs) Um, so this goes, this little transitional moment goes from this no moment into on. So let's talk about this on performance. Um, really something that we want to talk about initially that we noticed with this performance is the lack of Yoongi and mm-hmm. you know he's missing in the choreo and you know his verse is played but nobody you know replaces him or sings his verse um and what I really noticed was during the choreography of on their triangle formation um was really thrown off because there was always missing spaces mm-hmm. um, so they didn't change anything about the performance or the choreography to hide the fact that Yoongi wasn't there they let it show it reminds me a little bit of back when I don't even know when this was but there was a performance of save me that Jungkook wasn't able to be there and they had Young sing Jungkook's part mm-hmm. and do Jungkook's part and they had covered up that choreography as if Jungkook wasn't supposed to be there and I think they're just in a place now where they don't have to do that they don't need to do that and it really emphasizes the that BTS is seven yes I love that they just didn't change anything yeah, you see that BTS is incomplete without that seventh member definitely they are definitely incomplete without Yoongi I think we all know that Taeyang even brings it up specifically in a speech like um you know uh, it's very noticeable it's not it doesn't take away from the performance at all but it's just reminder like bts r7 something else that we really noticed about this performance is from the bridge until the end we're (laughs) we're just wrecked by every single member it does not matter how many times we see them perform on um i just go all out for it and at the end of on you really see them putting every ounce of energy they have into that yeah the dance and the performance so true um i specifically have to talk about during this part of the song um jimin's crotch grab as well as multiple nip slips um i really encourage you again to check out the doc um i got some great screenshots in here Mm -hmm. um but holy shit he really went for that he He, was feeling himself he i mean he he was was feeling himself he was literally literally (laughs) yeah um but he was so snarly and growly demonic he was demonic for this performance of on I'm upset. I'm still not over it. I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm not talking because I'm just looking at these fucking pictures of him. Yeah. I'm, I'm astonished. Something that I noticed that I don't know if during the map of the soul, uh, one concert, if Jen was wearing this exact outfit, but I somehow missed that Jin is in a harness. And so for this performance at Melon, we get these wonderful close-up shots of Jin where he's doing the choreo and puffing his chest so his jacket moves away from his waist and you can see his waist in this harness around him with his full forehead and he is just eating up this choreography and this whole performance and is also feeling himself, which I just love to see Jen Mm. feeling and looking so confident. There is really something special about Jen in this harness, like the snatched waist with the wide shoulders and broad chest. Um, I want him. (laughs) I want him. (laughs) BTS has made us so, so fucking thirsty with these performances. Mm Ridiculous. I really think that was a goal of theirs with this particular <laughs> performance. Um, but again, at the end of On, we have them all line up where they show us our backs and they have their arms wrapped around each other. And they, of course, leave that spot for Yoongi. Right there in the middle of the line. Mm-hmm. I really love that they do that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So from this performance of On, they transition um, with this beautiful little graphic video um, where Bulletproof Part 2 is playing. And we just, we follow this um, this like purple line and it's drawing the symbols for Love Yourself Tear and Love Yourself Answer and then Persona. And then we get like an outline of the countries and it's, you know, meant to embody the globe. Um, and this to us was just a very cool way to show and to remind ARMY um, of BTS and of our connection during a performance. So this leads us into Life Goes On. 
we just need to say for life goes on this at the beginning we talked to we did that translation from Dulcet Bantan about what their goals were for this performance to not use as much um just production and that really shows with this life goes on performance because we focus in and we get to really appreciate those beautiful vocals and just such stunning harmonies that are done we love that this performance is relaxed and really allowing us to see their true skill and artistry but yeah they really do focus in on the emotion that they're feeling during this song Mm -hmm. and that you really get that with this performance you really notice their expressions and the way that they're presenting themselves you can see how they feel and it just really allows us to connect with them with this performance and it feels intimate it does Mm -hmm. I'm, I'm just looking at the images that we want to talk about for this this performance and really the moments that we captured are the moments where we really can feel how they're feeling um like namjoon during his verse oh yeah we can just we see the light in his eyes i i feel his sincerity as he's delivering his verse and it's so heartfelt mm-hmm. and you so comforting really see like this glisten in his eyes and mm-hmm. i don't know where that's coming from but the way that the lights reflect off his eyes just makes me feel like that's army right inside there yes, it's yeah. so beautiful we're on his water line mm-hmm. stop <laughs> it <laughs> Um, but yeah, it's J-Hope too for his verse. It's just so wonderful to see him up there and his voice really just feels like this warm hug. We've said this about yes. his voice before, but he breaks into this small little smile and you just see just a vague little depression of dimple on his cheek mm-hmm. uh, and it's just pure sunshine and, you know, hope and happiness, everything yes. that he represents and just the look of sincerity. Like mm-hmm. you can tell he's like this is for you army like i'm thinking of you army yes i absolutely love this little smile that he has um i love Young too i mean can i just have a sidebar about his outfit for a yes. second but he has that beautiful like frilled collar the high collar mm-hmm. that frills out around only, his jawline only Young could only wear him. this and nobody pull it else off. okay unless you're outside of like if if you're living back in the 1700s sure <laughs> nobody outside of that era of time can rock this besides mm-hmm. Kim Young. Yeah. Um, the, I mean, he even has the frilly sleeve and he has this massive brooch on his um, left chest that is just really stunning as well. Um, but during this performance, I feel that he's very pensive. Um, you know, he, I think he's really, when he's delivering his verses, I feel like he's just really thinking about army and, you know, wanting to be a support and a comfort. And, um, I think that he's very deep in his thoughts about, you know, all of what they're going through and all of what we're going through as well. Yeah. Jimin too is also doing these really heartfelt expressions. You can see his emotion too for the song. But I love during Yoongi's part that they still let that play out. They're not singing it, but they do kind of these backup vocals. Yes. And when Jimin does that, he kind of does the little like he's doing the mm -mm himself Mm -hmm. but he's not singing it into the mic but he's just doing this cute expression because we all love that part for that that yoongi does any sort of mm -mm -mm, we love it and you can see that jimin and bts love it too (laughs) yes completely i love this expression of him you're right he is so cute adorable um i really love how jin delivered his classic like eyebrow quirks and you know just Mm -hmm. a handsome you know face you know a little bit of a smirk a little bit of a smile at a moment but um you know just his beautiful amazing incredible vocals with this his harmonies his harmonies with jungkook blew me away yes incredible Mm -hmm. i i I didn't expect it to be so so beautiful in this setting and then our jungkookie also is just being a total cutie i mean the cutie to the max uh and you just get that also in very endearing heartfelt look that he has that you can tell is just for army just for army as he's holding his microphone in his hand that's tattooed with army Mm -hmm. oh he is such a cutie he oh 
Oh, I, I'm, I'm overwhelmed just thinking about He's how adorable. cute he is. Yeah. yeah. But they, at the very end, they show all of the armies from, it could have been from the Map of the Soul one concert, some of that footage of when yeah. they did that. It could be new footage. I'm not so sure. But they brought in just like all of the armies who had had been filmed at home as if they were there supporting BTS and they were projected up above the stage, just circumferencing the stage that, you know, we really felt present, just really wanting to show that BTS and ARMY are together. Mm -hmm. And I think, again, still reinforcing what Namjoon talked about during his speech is that we're still together through all of this. And Mm -hmm. But it was just a beautiful sentiment. Um, Mm -hmm. I love that imagery of having us there for that performance. Me too. Okay, so getting into Dynamite, this performance was so, so fun. Right at the beginning, we were absolutely floored by this little beginning shot. Um, Really, Mm -hmm. the Makne line were pretty elusive, but the Young line was each one of them staring us down. Mm -hmm. Every single one of them. The Young line was coming to get us. Jin right in the front, Mm -hmm. Namjoon off to the side. And let's go ahead and just start in on (laughs) On fucking Jung Ho Sok, okay? (laughs) Um, In this purple velvet suit with no shirt underneath and his chest is dusty out just out yeah and the other thing is that like i think his whole outfit is like a one-piece costume like i don't think it's a a suit top and pants i think it's not i think it's all together because it's pulling and tugging in so many different ways yeah yeah Mm -hmm. yeah but guys really go back and watch the beginning of this performance and just look at j-hope because he is giving us this stare of like i'm about to fuck you up (laughs) like he just knows and it's it's so it makes me so mad it's lethal it is he really uh knows what's about to happen (laughs) but we had no fucking clue you know we're just like why is he coming for us like this um, something different about the beginning of this performance also is that it wasn't Jimin in the back to do like the bang with the gun. It was Jungkook this time, which mm-hmm. I just thought was interesting. It was new, um, but I guess it kind of made sense for continuity's sake that Jungkook did that and then he starts the song. So they do the performance of Dynamite and the stage is really cool. The lighting is really wonderful. They're all doing such a great job. There's this cute little moment of Namjoon poking Young's cheek. That was very different. So- overwhelmingly cute uh but then too much surprise and we talked about how we maybe shouldn't be surprised because they usually do a dance break and present a new dance break during like melon and mama but there's a dance break for dynamite and i was so impressed by it i thought it was absolutely perfect for dynamite because it wasn't their typical go hard extreme dance break that they've done for like mic drop Mm -hmm. and on this was a more jazzy disco disco funk uh just feeling the beat doing these great moves and it's just funky it's funky yeah and And they build into the crazy level of you know dance breaks that we typically get they just don't start off right with it because as dynamite you can't just go hard from the beginning you have Mm -mm. to fit the vibe of the song and everything um but they do some incredible stuff during this dance Mm -hmm. break so we have jungkook kind of really bringing us in with the dance break and he does a really great job hitting the beat but then hope comes to the front in this purple suit and now it all becomes clear on why he's naked because of this particular part he comes to the front and all the all the members line up behind him and he's just every you can see every little detail of his muscle and movement when he's doing this choreography but he puts this like fedora like hat on get a lot of Michael Jackson kind of vibes mm-hmm. here. I mean, J-Hope is just such a great dancer and he's strutting his stuff and we get these really cool angles of like, I think it's Young comes out to the side, kind of peeks out out of this line. And then you see on the other side, Jen peeks out of this line and gives like a little kiss at us. Oh, it's just so great. Oh, it's just, I like cannot praise this part enough. Like there's so many gifts of just this this one shot of J-Hope in the front and the members all lined up behind him when he's in this freaking yeah. suit. Yeah. I cannot get over in this line formation where Jungkook is fucking right behind J-Hope and one part of the choreography, you know, makes Jungkook run both of his hands on 
either side of J-Hope just like down his body from like chest all the way down to his waist Mm -hmm. and his hips. Oh my, that is the hottest thing I've ever seen. The hottest thing I've ever seen. And the way that this velvet, you know, costume suit is just clinging to J-Hope's body um, really is why it gives the effect of him being naked because I just, you can see everything. You can imagine Mm -hmm. everything. I have never wanted to just rip off his clothes more than anything ever in my life <sighs> but then after j-hope's part he f- he throws his hat and it's so perfectly timed and as he throws his hat we see jimin do that like jump spin that classic ja- jump spin that jimin is known for and he kicks the beat like perfectly in time mm-hmm. in air like mid-air it's so impressive the timing the timing is literally perfect like right when his leg goes out these trumpet horns blow it's immaculate he's just he's just a professional and it's <laughs> you know he's unreal uh and then we have Young come up and i just love that they include Young like as part of the dance line he comes up front and center and does his own little dance too front and center and then turns around and gives us this great smirk like lip bite oh my god this is illegal to me Mm -hmm. he's not allowed to look this freaking cute like i don't know who he thinks he is but this little lip bite smile this smirk um is so mischievous but so freaking cute i don't know what to do with myself yeah yeah (laughs) yeah i don't know how you're surviving over there this is a tough this is a tough episode for you oh it's it's been miserable (laughs) (laughs) They're really putting you through it, Taeyang and Ho I was tested. I was very tested and I failed. (laughs) failed. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah obviously this dance break of dynamite iconic iconic i mean and it made this this melon performance iconic Mm -hmm. yeah Yeah. Mm. all right let's go ahead and get into mama look at this list of awards here kayla (laughs) insane bts won so many awards at mama they won artist of the year they won album of the year song of the year worldwide icon of the year best male group best dance performance by a male group best music video worldwide fans choice award um and also best collaboration with eight um which of course was iu and shoga just so many awards so many did you see my bag? Did you see my fucking bag? Mm-hmm. But what was special about their speech for this is they all gave their, they all were able to speak at, to some extent for the Mama uh, Awards when they when they went up to accept their awards. But they had Yoongi on speakerphone, so Yoongi even got to say a couple uh, a couple words in acceptance of these awards. And he, of course, everything he said was so perfect. You know, he said that he was in rehab and he's you know trying to heal as quick as he can and of course that he's grateful for for all of it and uh definitely could hear him getting a little bashful like he normally does he was so happy you know i think of course it was hard for him to be away but he was so so happy and so grateful and i think really conveyed that message Mm -hmm. i just thought it was cute that jimin had him queued up ready to go on speakerphone on his phone they were like you are gonna say some words they said that it was the first untacked award like acceptance speech which I thought was cool. That is so cool. Only Minyungi. Mm-hmm. So for BTS's performance at Mama, they started with On. And so we're not going to go so much into the fangirling aspects, although I'm sure there will be some of these Mama performances. We, we still <laughs> have yet to get to Red Suit Taeyang. Right, so um, right. expected fangirling there. Mm-hmm. But we do just want to talk more about like the setting and the impact of these performances for Mama since we just fangirled with the ones for Melon. Mm-hmm. Um, so for On, this is really unique to me. They performed this at the Seoul World world cup stadium bethany you said that this was an ultimate flex it was i mean we got this huge uh, drone aerial shot of the entire stadium and seeing the you know the army logo and the uh, bts logo made out of all these people on this field this very large stadium that they rented out 
just for this performance. It's a huge flex. Yeah, definitely. Um, I just had to look up a little bit about this stadium because I didn't really know what it was or what it was for. So this stadium was built for the 2002 FIFA World Cup and it's unique uh, for its specific Korean design elements, which I thought was so, so interesting because Mm -hmm. we have often talked about that BTS are so proud of their heritage and their culture and really in any moment that they can, they enjoy sharing it and just showing little ways that they are prideful of it. So what makes this structure uh, unique is that it's shaped Uh, made to look like a traditional Korean kite. And then the outside of the structure is covered in this fiberglass polycarbonate glazing that is meant to like imitate traditional Korean paper, which is so interesting. And then at night, the structure is lit up. It's illuminated from the inside. And because the surfaces of it have like this paper look, it looks like a traditional Korean lantern as well. So it has, you know, like these three you know, very unique to culture and, you know, important symbolic things all tied up together. Um, So I just feel as though it's significant that BTS are showing off this important feature. Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, I did not know any of this about the Seoul World Cup Stadium. I didn't know that they had, of course, designed it to specifically show these like traditional Korean elements and to have this illusion with just the way that it was built. But it doesn't surprise me with how much we have gotten to gather, like knowledge we've been able to gather through this podcast about just Korean culture. It doesn't surprise me that they would honor their culture in this way. Yeah. So yeah, just such a huge honor, I'm sure, for them to have been able to perform uh, on at this stadium. Yeah, definitely. I would say so to rent out an entire stadium, especially a stadium of this importance mm-hmm. um, for uh, an awards performance, I think is is incredible. So for their outfits, they are all dressed in military uniform, which for it kind of makes sense where I originally went was they're performing on and we have all those no parallels. So for their intro performance trailer, that very good camera, uh, that was during no. And so I think they were they were also during that time wearing very military like outfits and they had like the flags and stuff there Mm -hmm. too. But we just feel that it. we can mention it now because it has been spoken about recently that in Korean law, the Korean law has changed, um, allowing artists to defer enlistment. Yeah, um, I don't think, I mean, I think that you're correct completely in that they're wearing these uniforms that they're wearing to be reminiscent of that past era, of the no era, um, and the very good camera. But I just think it's interesting the timing coinciding here that like literally within the same weekend that they were performing Mama, you know, a couple days prior, it was announced that this law was changed, um, allowing artists to defer enlistment. I mean, we should note, you know, as a reminder, we've mentioned it on previous episodes, but there was already um, law written allowing, you know, like classical musicians or athletes, people who were of, you know, high prestige um, in their industry to Um, have deferment from enlistment Um, but this never included k-pop stars Um, so you know as of recent i believe that it's to be specific article 60 of (laughs) their their document but um basically they have added k-pop stars into the fold of being able to defer enlistment for an an additional two years now um and this is awarded on a case-by-case basis evaluated by the president um but it, it you know we can't help but to notice that this is coinciding and happening at the same time. Yeah, seeing these military uniforms really uh, refreshed refreshed us and made us think about uh, this recent news, uh, this new change in law that just happened. Uh, it's it's definitely a, a topic that you know we don't really like to discuss because we only know a fraction of Korean culture and what mm-hmm. they do there. But you know maybe it's a little bold for me to say um, because I'm not Korean and I don't know much about it. But but I really do feel that BTS are serving their country in a way. You know, I think this is why it's not totally new that, like you were saying, other uh, like Olympians and 
uh, artists, musicians were have been given this same kind of the same kind of treatment. Uh, I just want to throw this statistic out there because it's always interesting to mention. But BTS are worth three point six billion dollars a year to the South Korean economy. That's how much they bring in. Mm -hmm. Uh, They increase South Korea's popularity, contributing to a surge in tourism. An estimated 800,000 tourists reportedly chose South Korea as their travel destination because of BTS. One in every 13 people visit South Korea because of BTS. And the GDP that BTS bring in is almost as much as Korean Air, the major airline in Korea. It's just, I mean, I agree with you that BTS are serving their country right now just in a different way. And it's hard to talk about this topic because it has been very controversial in the past, Mm -hmm. you know, about people, you know, I think the majority of ARMY's stance, at least the ones that we know and interact with, is that this is very much a personal choice to BTS and, you know, things that we know not of and Mm -hmm. we can just support them in whatever ways we can you know, when that time comes and that we really don't need to have, you know, oh, they should do this. Oh, they should do that. An opinion on it. Yeah. Um, But it it is relevant to state that they provide so much to Korean economy and to Korean tourism, which of course influences economy. And also I think just, we've talked about Korea really exerting their soft power throughout the world Mm -hmm. um, and just their, their influence, that Korean wave of, you know, impressing Korean culture um you know in the united states in the west in places that don't know korean culture very well um and just spreading it and being prideful of it and i think Mm -hmm. bts are such global ambassadors of korean culture that in their country in their country and so for them to so much more like my impression sorry to, to interrupt you um but my impression of it is is that i just knowing bts and the you know what they do and what they deliver it makes me like, I want to buy like Korean cars. I want to buy Korean products because I feel like it's going to be quality and good. And, you know, I just, that's like the effect that they're having. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So it's not just bleeding into the tourism, it's bleeding into Korean products and, you know, companies, Korean companies Mm -hmm. and affecting sales and all different types of of way. I mean, it's just, it's incredible. So I, it, it's not shocking to me that this new law was passed, um, right as the end of 2020 was coming mm-hmm. with Jen. Literally days before to, Jen's birthday, yeah. this law was amended and this was days before his 28th birthday where he would have had to enlist. Um, I, I don't think that it's a coincidence, um, at all. I really don't. Me either. Yeah. Okay, so um, let's talk more about this on performance. Something that makes this performance unique to the Melon one or any other one that we've seen is that they completely changed the dance break. Um, Yeah, totally changed it up. Yeah, during Jungkook's part, during his solo bridge, we see Jimin sneak up behind him and he was holding something yellow and we're like, what the fuck? What is about to happen? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And as soon as Jungkook's bridge is over, we get Jimin in his own little solo dance break and he has this massive tasseled baton and he does like this amazing baton dance. Um, We should also mention here that they have like a full marching band, a huge marching band and they have cheerleaders mm-hmm. and it's just really awesome. Yeah. They also have like fireworks and stuff in the background that go off. Um, it's just, it's huge. They, they went all out for this. Uh, Young has two drumsticks in his hand and he has a little dance break here and he just runs and covers so much distance in a short amount of time along these, you know, marching, this marching band, like dancers, um, right next to him. Uh, it's really impressive. He jumps in the air. He looks great and then it so smoothly transitions over to Jungkook who has these two massive like drum mallets and these large drum sets that are stacked up on top of each other behind him and he's got these big bold powerful movements that he has with these drum mallets and then he kind of just hits down at the drum you know and then 
all these drums break away and then circle around J-Hope. And J-Hope is right in the middle of this drum circle. Amazing. Center anything. I love J-Hope being in the middle of anything. Drum circle, BTS, center of attention. I don't care. But I <laughs> love I love this little transition like Jungkook beats down the drums and then they collapse and surround around J-Hope. I just think it's so cool. It is so cool. We love center J-Hope anytime. Mm, always. <laughs> So after their on performance, we go into Dynamite. And this transition is also really cool. We kind of go, go through this like spiral like thing. And then all of a sudden, we see Jungkook and this tunnel of beautiful colors. I mean, bright, vibrant, neon like colors. And we ended up finding out that this exact stage is parallels almost directly to this Michael Jackson photo shoot that was done at Epcot in 1984. And we really feel that with these performances that they're doing homage to Michael Jackson a little bit. Mm -hmm. They just continue to do that. I feel, Mm -hmm. I feel like they've done that the whole time with all of these dynamite performances. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Uh, But we really love this stage. Uh, Very retro feel. We love the colors. And when we when we were watching it I had told you Kayla it reminded us both of the parachute from like elementary school mm-hmm. where it was like an activity I'm sure maybe some, some of you other iconics listening have experienced this activity too which is large colorful parachute and you've got everyone around it and you all lift it up into the air and then you run inside and you tuck it underneath your bottom and you sit down on it so that the air gets captured it really feels like I'm inside that, yes. like underneath that parachute. It, it really so gave fun. this like weird sense of nostalgia mm-hmm. with this stage, which I really enjoyed. Because it's retro. Yes, I yeah. love it. I love it. Um, okay, and now we must speak on Red Suit Taegang. Um, I will just preface this by saying when this happened, okay, <laughs> Bethany got up, okay, she literally walked out of my house Mm -hmm. she had to leave the building she has never done this before she had to physically remove herself from the entire building okay and when she came back in she told me I don't think I can watch this video I don't think that I can continue I really she was I mean I it was not joking she was serious she did not think that she could continue to watch this video yeah, I was 100% serious. So <laughs> the, the first time watching this, we watched it together. So I just was like, oh, dynamite. This is great. I love the stage. Uh, and then we got that first close up of Young, And I, I, it was just involuntary. I just got up on my feet and just went straight out the door. I just walked across through your kitchen, out through your back door, which I've only ever used that door like twice. Yeah. It was bizarre that you went to the back door too. You were just like, I need to remove myself. It just happened. I really, it was, I've never felt that much of like, I need to remove myself from this situation. And I felt so overwhelmed that when I came back, I looked at you with various I was being serious. Your eyes were wide. I can't watch this. I wasn't, I had nothing could have prepared me for this Young. I was, I feel stupid and naive and oblivious <laughs> for not Aww. thinking that this kind of Young mm. was ever going to be presented to me. I told you, hands down, one of the top looks for Young. Absolutely. In my mind, one of the top looks. You initially said suit. top five, but now I feel like you would say top three. Maybe even number one. Honestly, I can't even think. I can't even. I. It just affected me that much. I'm sure all you other Taeyang stands feel me, and just all all you other armies too. Like this Taeyang look is unreal. Um, this red suit. This you red literally suit. told me. After this performance, you told me, I can't see him again. I don't ever want to see him again because it was so. I mean, you came back and we watched the whole performance, and you told me that. <laughs> because it was that overwhelming. I don't even remember saying that, but I'm I'm sure I did. <laughs> it it was really I've just never I mean, I'm get wrecked and destroyed by Taeyang all the time, but this was something else. Nothing could have prepared me. Mm-mm. But he was really feeling himself. Those glasses, the color just really looks good with his skin and his hair with the comma look. So we got forehead too. His green earpiece and microphone, uh, just everything. Whenever people say like everything is going right, 
that's exactly what's happening with this performance for Young. Everything, the looks, his vocals, his performance, the way he's feeling himself, his expressions, everything is going right. Mm, mm-hmm, 100%. It's, it's, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> uh, clearly very, very overwhelming. Um, I just want to touch on a couple things that also wrecked me while Bethany was just getting destroyed by Taeyang. Um, I got wrecked by Jin, who, you know, for the first time did this really 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 cute um little heart kissy at the camera you know like with his like with the korean he heart did fingers a finger heart. he did a finger heart and he blew a kiss with it and there's just this really cute moment um where his lips are all pursed up and i mm-hmm. just i also love. love that blue suit on jen mm-hmm. i mean it looks so stunning um talk about prince charming i also have to say that namjoon although he did not receive much screen time for dynamite nor does he ever um any moment that he's in the background he's wrecking he's destroying you need to go back and rewatch this mama performance just to watch namjoon during dynamite okay mm-hmm. take it from me he's smirking a lot back there yeah. he's feeling himself too i love those um pants on him too they're a little higher up and they've got buttons on both sides i don't know what style that is but they look really great on him yeah i want to pop all those buttons off mm. Me too. Mm -hmm. Um, And to end this dynamite stage, they went super epic, very colorful, huge outdoor stage with a ton of fireworks. Um, They had real fireworks and they also had a bunch of like CGI like smoke. Um, But it was a very, very cool ending to the stage. It was. All right. So the last stage that they did was Life Goes On. And this was very different for the setting. Uh, This really we were both just shocked and just trying to really take in everything that this stage brought at first we thought that all these people on the stage were animated they looked so still but they were actual people and dancers there frozen in time uh they were all in white or like gray kind of like outfits a lot of their their faces had makeup on them so that they you know blended in with like this white look and it really, the whole effect of it had this like wintry feel, but also just like as if there was a black and white filter, but there wasn't. Mm-hmm. And so everyone on stage looked like they were doing just some sort of community, normal acti- public activity, like getting coffee, releasing balloons, riding scooters, you know, have, meeting friends on a bench, a park bench, uh, everything that has been frozen and things that we can't do right now in 2020. Yeah. Um, And then the stage does something really incredible, which is later on in the performance, like the last little bridge, this black and white effect changes to color. Um, Jin releases, Bethany, you earlier, you said it was the spirit of ARMY. Mm -hmm. It was purple. mm -hmm. And he releases it and it goes up into the sky and it just kind of melts away all of the black and white, all of the wintry feels of it. And suddenly everybody comes back to life and all of the people, um, they suddenly have like these beautiful, almost um, dynamite music video reminiscent of like pastel but bright color of outfits, BTS's color returns. And, you know, all, of course the sky is like this beautiful blue. All of the buildings are colorful. And to me, like this change, this very drastic change from this winter vibe, this frozen in time into this colorful like springtime to me really fully embodied the message, the lyrical meaning of this song. I thought that it was a very smart and unique and just beautiful way to interpret the lyrics of this song into a visual moment. Um, this, This to me is one of my favorite stages yeah me too it was really unexpected and so well done and thought out and yeah and I've kind of almost thought that maybe this is too literal of an interpretation but with the with that black and white feel that frozen in time we do get that winter and then seeing all the color return it really looked like it was spring like that winter was melting away it just makes me think about how like we're getting so close to the end of this I mean we we're still in it it still really sucks this everything with the pandemic but it really seems optimistic for spring that like once winter is passed with the way things are going now uh and what's to come it seems like we're almost there yeah it really does seem like we're almost there it's so hopeful this performance is so hopeful it gives
gives us that that hope again that we can really visualize you know going back from this this time period where we are all frozen in place all of our plans all of everything that we were doing our activities being out in public um, and hopeful that that spring will come again where we can unfreeze we can thaw and we can get back together so winding and weaving in between all of these um, dancers frozen in time the BTS members saying life goes on and their outfits are very gorgeous they're all this white and ivory very soft and beautiful material shout out to Jimin's little tiny tummy slipping through peeking through during his oh, part love it. uh, it's so tasteful it's not even like a crop shirt really it's just you know it comes up just a little bit mm-hmm. uh, so we don't see it the whole time but it's so gorgeous to see that it is gorgeous and I think one of the highlights of this performance is at the end when BTS they're all lined up in a straight line across and they kind of part to have a space in the middle and initially you're like okay they left a space for Yoongi Mm -hmm. and then all of a sudden we see like this you know doors from nowhere split open from the middle and this white light shining through and then Yoongi walks out from you know from inside this this space and it's a hologram Yoongi but it was really amazing to just you know even see a representation of him there the fact that they saved this kind of moment for the very last performance of the entire award show weekend um was very notable um we got so freaking excited to see Yoongi Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I freaked out. I really thought it was almost going to be him. Yeah, and I I'm thought like, it was okay, him at first. All right, it's a hologram, but it's still how special <laughs> that they did that. Yeah. Um, it was really meaningful and special considering like after this large, uh, really big weekend for all these K-pop artists, but for BTS, especially with all these awards that they went, that their production team and Big Hit went above and beyond to create this hologram of Yoongi for their last performance with their newest hit track, Life Goes On. Yeah, so, so special mm-hmm. to really, you know, remind us all that BTS are seven. Yeah. And to put in that extra touch here at the end, I thought was amazing. It was. Yeah. And Yoongi liked it too. He did. He did. He did. He enjoyed, I'm sure he enjoyed seeing himself <laughs> while he's watching from home. I think like, so. It's me. I could get used to this probably. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, All right, so kind of just to wrap things up here, we saw a lot of the BTS members post on social media, whether it was Twitter or Weverse. It was really just great to see how grateful that they are Mm -hmm. um, and how honored they feel and just the excitement they feel of winning so, so much and their gratitude for ARMY. Overall, Kayla, did you have a favorite performance? I mean, I think... Probably that last Life Goes On performance just for how incredible that stage was. We didn't even touch on for this performance. Their vocals and their visuals really mm-hmm. were astonishing as well. Um, so initially, just off the top of my head, I would have to say that one. Yeah. What about you? That dynamite dance break. Oh my God. <laughs> I mean, see if I go too far into it, yeah. and, you know, but, but we J-Hope, can claim both. J-Hope in that purple suit, Young in that red suit enamel pins will be made for sure <laughs> and i will be buying them that's how you know it's iconic if an enamel if an enamel pin is made it's very true it's iconic moments if yeah. it's an if it's an enamel pin yes iconic. definitely for sure <laughs> so really we loved these performances we felt like this we felt like this is BTS performing at their highest caliber, at their highest level. Um, they continuously go out and they just leave everything on the stage for us. Um, they really do. They really do. They they go all out for us. They deliver so much for us. Um, we're grateful. They deserved all of those awards. They work hard for it and they produce and create great music. Yeah. They managed to turn the shit show that is 2020 into their most successful year ever. Yeah. Um, And I think that is definitely worth celebrating. So I'm so, so proud of them. So happy for them that they won all these awards and that they did such an incredible job with all of their performances. Mm -hmm. Yes. So congratulations, BTS. Congratulations, ARMY. Yes. We're doing it. 
we are <laughs> they're doing it they're doing it we're supporting <laughs> yes yeah so right here at the end we do want to say a special thanks to our supporters again on patreon um and especially our vip iconics eileen ruchal michelle park deja and meg de ruggiero we love you guys thank you so much for all of your support and if you enjoyed this episode and if you enjoyed any of our previous episodes, there's a few things you can do to let us know. Uh, you can follow us and reach out to us on social media. Like we said earlier, it's the best part of our week when we get to talk to you guys and hear from you. Um, so reach out to us if you haven't before. You can send us an email. You can DM us on Twitter, Staying BTS Podcast. You can do the same thing on Instagram. Um, and of course, you can find links for all of those things in the description. In the description. Thanks for listening and thanks for standing. BTS.